Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm glad to see you. Um, it's I want to talk today about well, what what can we not what what can we avoid talking about? I mean, we, we the, the this coronavirus is it's a pandemic wreaking havoc all over the world. So how do I not mention that, right? How do I just have a, a like a spiritual sweet uh, a little talk here? But that's going to be ignoring the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is this pandemic that is causing us to rethink everything. And one of the things that I want us to rethink about today is I want us to rethink about surrender. And the reason I want to rethink it is that there is that we typically think of surrender as being a personal act of volition that I give myself up to God or awakeness or, or aliveness or uh, consciousness or whatever you want to call it. And so I surrender to it, whatever it is. And this surrender is a gesture on my part um, because I want to be closer than God, closer to God, or I want to be, um, out of, out of suffering chiefly. That's what I really want is I want to be out of suffering. And, uh, I wonder how well that really works. I want to be out of suffering and I want to be in a closer relationship with something else. Is that possible? So it's, it's possible to be out of suffering in the human experience, but it's not possible to be outside of pain. It's not possible to be out of, out of disappointment as long as there's a belief that there's something here that is disappointed and would be more uh, pleased if things were different. This is just hogwash. There's nothing else here. There's nothing, there's nothing here to surrender to, to God. There's no Fred here. There's no one home. These, the lights are on. I get it. You see it in my eyes. And it feels to you like there's a Fred Davis talking to you. And it feels to me like, you know, that I'm probably talking to somebody out there. And uh, that I'll come talking to you. And, uh, but in truth, there's no me here. There's no you there. So what we got to notice is one way to start rethinking about the surrender is to notice that surrender is not an optional thing. It's actually mandatory. This virus, for instance, shall we surrender to it? Can you not? <laughs> I mean, you can say this virus means nothing to me and be one of these uh, conspiracy theorists or whatever it is that's in denial of this most obvious truth, but you're still gonna, but you can still get it and die from it. Even if you go to your deathbed denying it, you have not successfully, the body has not successfully denied it. So the mind can deny it if it wants to, but the body can't deny it. It's there, this is mandatory surrender. It's gonna come if it comes and it's gonna get you if it's gonna get you. It's gonna get me if it's gonna get me. There's nothing I can do to make that happen or stop that from happening. I've done things to hopefully uh, decrease the odds of that happening, but there's, but, but, but when I say that I have done that, 
that's coming from a specific place. That means that the Fred unit and the Betsy unit have tried to pull their act together because they're in that high risk area. And so we have not been flaunting our invulnerability as two awakened beings by going out there and screwing around with people on the streets or in stores or whatever. We're just not. And <clears throat> we're not absolutely paranoid. The, the yard band came today. The, uh, we had a cable guy here Saturday. You've taken your chances, but I'm, I'm, I'm content with that. I'm willing to take the chance and not just be absolutely zeroed about this thing. Although I think it's wise if you do. But I want you to notice that surrender is for this virus is not optional. It's mandatory. It's here. You can't get away from it. You can't actually deny it. You can pretend, but you, but the body cannot deny it. We got people who have been denying it. We got politicians in Washington that have been denying this damn thing who now have it. Right. The, uh, so they're, Minds were able to deny this, but their bodies could not. So this is a mandatory surrender for the body. Well, why not go ahead and make it a optional surrender for the mind as well? Why don't we just come out of denial and tell ourselves the truth, which is that there's only a oneness, there's only oneness, it looks exactly like this. This is it. This is what's happening. Um, it's not happening to us, through us, for us, about us. It's just happening, and what we think of as we are the happening. I'm a verb. I'm aware, awakeness is a verb. And right now, I am verbing and there's nothing that can resist me. Although a human mind can give it a shot, it can, it can resist as long as it, as it wants to, but when it's resisting what's happening, it's gonna suffer. And this can be a world that is, I can only say essentially, I can't really go all the way yet, but I'll say essentially devoid of suffering, but I can't say that everything's that all my preferences are met. And I can't say that it's pain-free. There's pain here, literally physical pain, on a, 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 every day, m most of the day, every day. And so this physical pain, the body can't, you know, the body can't resist it. So since the body can't resist the physical pain, can't cast it off, I'm not going to try to. I'm just going to go, go with the flow because this is what's happening anyway. But I want to take you through a little experiment that I did with a bunch of people this week, one-on-one, -on -one, and then I did it yesterday with a group of uh, 35 or so in Satsang. And um, I want to lead you through it now, but only if you want to just, you know, see through suffering, only if you want to cooperate with the inevitable, which is what was, what really, this, this surrender is, it's just, cooperation with the inevitable is just noticing that what's happening is happening regardless of my opinion about it, that, my, that what's happening is beyond my opinions. What is could care less about what 
anyone thinks about what is. So close your eyes, please. I'm gonna go do it with you and just relax with me best you can. The body may not wanna relax. In that case, let it shiver and shake, let it do what it does. That's surrender. It's surrendering to the body as it is. But perhaps you can relax while noticing while noticing this. while noticing that there's only this. <clears throat> now, I want you <clears throat> to, pardon me, I want you right now to notice the body or what feels like the body. Can you actually, with your eyes closed over there, can you, can you validate with certainty that there's a body? How would you do that? Who's there to do that? There's sensation, bodily sensation, mental sensation. There may be some emotional disturbance, which is that emotion is sort of like a thought that's caught in the body. Now that you notice the, the unit, notice the breathing. Now I want you to pretend that that body just died. The body just breathed its last breath and the heart pumped one last time and then everything stopped. with the death of the body. 
we're going to pretend like some sort of consciousness is maintained even though the body's dead and that's not true but that would be our pretend thing together for a moment so with the death of the body can you find an objection to this as it is Isn't the screaming mind screaming in essence in the end about the body's world, the body and the body's world? The body's problems? with an uninhabited corpse here. As an uninhabited cadaver. Is there anything wrong? Is there anything wrong with or about the cadaver? If you don't have a body, Are you still afraid of this virus? Can you be hit by a car? Can you be cold? Let go of the body. And now let go of what's letting go of the body. I would tell you to let the character evaporate. But there's nothing there to begin with. A thought of a body is not a body. The experience of a body does not necessarily point to the truth of having one.
we only need look so far as virtual reality. How could we prove that we are not brains in a jar? How can we prove that we are not the awake space? In the absence of the body, is there anything else? Is there? If there's not anything here, so to speak, can there be anything there, so to speak? Notice the lightness. All that's happened is that the body has died. Immediately there's a lightness. And in the experience of Fredness, there is immediately a sharpness. That was not here. Because it was covered with a veil. But we're pulling back the veil. Now that we've let go of the body, let's let go of the mind. No body, no mind. What's left? Can you honestly say there is nothing left? Or would it be truer to say there is no thing left. How about if there's no mind and no body to begin with? What if there's just an automating, an automated process happening?
there's nothing objective left. Is that the same thing as saying there's nothing left? No body, no mind. Notice that you've let go of memory. You've let go of past. You have let go of future. You have let go of over there, of separation. When you release the body and the mind, can you experience time? Just letting go of the body. The mind, the character. If there's no personal me over there and there's not. Can you experience time or space. Can you suffer? Regret, fear, blame, shame. All of these require a center. An entity. In the absence of body and mind, there is no world. Can there be no 
Can there be any regret? Can you hold ambition? Now let the body just completely deteriorate. It's not only dead, it's just not here anymore. Is it gone? Or was it ever here to begin with? What is it that knows that there must be or there cannot be mind? Can you be threatened? Can life lose life? No, there's only life. There is no opposite to life. There is just this lifing. There's nothing here to surrender. And there's nothing to surrender to. Just lifing. Imagination may still be at play, but whose imagination is it? Do you have to believe what your imagination suggests you believe? Can it do anything more than suggest that you believe something? Is it mandatory that you believe what imagination conjures? Even if you do believe it, is it there?
body and mind cannot die. Within relativity, they certainly can. But look now from the eyes of God, from the eyes of awakeness, Look now from the eyes of the universe. What's wrong? What is there to be scared of? There's just this. There's just this, this. And I don't even know what's saying that. Is there something saying that, or is that just more thought? Does thought arise to someone, to anyone? Or does it just arise? In the absence of a body, what do you crave? In the absence of a body-mind, what do you need? in the absence of a body-mind. What do you want? What's missing? What's broken? What's incomplete?
it's not so much the experiencing of other. It's the absence of experiencing other. Because in the absence of a personal me, there's no other to be found. Just this. No boundaries, no center, no body, no mind, Just this still, silent reality. Now let's leave reality and come back to this fantasy world. Open your eyes. There appears to be a world, there appears to be a body. There appears to be experience. There isn't the experience of experience. What's missing here? What's broken? What's incomplete? What needs to surrender? Hmm? Thank you for being with me.